episode 307, Behind the Scenes of the Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome to the Empowering Educators Podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here. From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson. Hey, Elite Educators, Gretchen here of Always a Lesson, host of the Empowering Educators podcast. We're going to have a little fun today. It's the end of 2023, and I thought we could do things differently, you know, pull back the curtain and talk shop, I mean, about the podcast and the lessons and all of that. Uh, But as you know, there is a phrase that I use often on the show, and it's whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. And what I truly mean is what I just said, like everything I share on this podcast over the last eight years has been based on strategies and perspectives to help you either teach or lead better, meaning not only are you teaching other people more effectively, but you're growing your own craft in the process. And that is a win-win. And that's how we educators pay it forward. You know, when I started this show, I was thinking, I need to set out and, and do something like what is my mission? And I really wanted to empower people. I wanted to equip them. I wanted them to reach their potential. And I could do that if I provided quality and relevant content that would ensure success in education. And I've really stayed true to that. I'm always talking about extending yourself out of your comfort zone and trying new things, making adaptations to what you're already doing, all so that you can achieve your potential and beyond. And so when I actually sat down before I even made the first episode, and I thought like, you know, what do I stand for? And what do I want my core values to be? And I was jotting down random words and phrases, and I actually came up with this acronym called ACE. It's actually spelled A-C-C-E, but it totally encapsulates my core values. So the A in ACE is accuracy. I really wanted to make sure when I was on here talking, teaching, sharing, that it was relevant, up-to-date knowledge. I did not want to be talking about old ways of doing things, and it's because this is what's always been done. I wanted to make sure I shared the latest best practice. And I've stayed true to that. The first C in ACE is consistency. I knew that if I didn't show up, I wasn't going to be able to help you. Because if I'm here on a Monday, and then three months later, I pop in on a Friday, and then you don't hear from me for 10 months, and then I'm back on the mic. It's like, how can you build a relationship with someone like that? How can you get excited for the next episode? What motivation do you have to listen, to learn, and then go do what you've learned. And so I knew consistency on my end was going to be what I could promise to people who are listening. Just like we show up for a job, 
I treat this podcast the same. I don't take breaks unless it's absolutely necessary. I did change from every week to every other week because I also have a blog where I'm sharing information. And so there's no reason to double dip each week, give you the option of either reading the blog or listening to the podcast. The second C and ACE is creativity. I wanted to use the podcast platform to contribute to the growth of the profession by sharing unique perspectives or different strategies and techniques. And so I do that by sharing my stories. I do that through sharing my examples. I do that by having different guests on the show. And whether you enjoy a guest or you don't, I think it's helpful that you hear from other people what's working because it might not be the way I've done it. And it might help you see it differently hearing how someone else has found success and that resonates with you. So I hope you've enjoyed that part of it. And then the E and ACE is for empowerment. Obviously, it's the Empowering Educators podcast. I really want to inspire you. I want to give you that encouragement and that truth to continue impacting our future leaders. I have no idea when I set out to do this show why I felt so inspired to inspire. (laughs) You know, it's like, why did I feel that need? Why was I feeling that push? I don't know. Uh, Through coaching, people have always told me, you know, you're so inspiring, or you're so empowering, or you always make me feel like I can do it. I guess it's just who I am. I never really thought that as a characteristic of myself or my personality. But it's really showing through obviously this podcast going on eight years, and just how people receive me when we're working together. So it's funny that these core values I thought, okay, these are things that I truly believe in and what I can stand on. And I want my show to reflect that. But it trickles into all other areas of my life, too. So my core values, like I said, are ace, accuracy, consistency, creativity, and empowerment. And I can probably say I fill every episode with accurate and timely content. I consistently show up and release episodes. I share stories and examples for that creative and entertaining element just to help illustrate my points and empower you to go out and do the work. Just apply what you're learning is the most important thing. And so if you right now were to sit down and think about your specific role in education, what would your mission statement be? What would your core values be? I mean, maybe you even have a tagline like I do. Just jot that down in the notes app on your phone. You could be cleaning the house. You could be walking the dog. You could be working out in the gym. And start thinking about these things, especially now that we have a holiday break and you're kind of unplugging. Because once a year, or maybe if you want to every quarter, you could revisit those statements. And here's why it's powerful. You can ask yourself, am I being true to what I originally intended? So no matter what your role is, you went in with an idea, with a a mission, with a belief, uh, and you stand with core values. But do you stay aligned to that? Are you consistent in that? And your daily work, when things get hard, when you get thrown a curveball, when you're asked to do a different role. But it's important and essential to come back to those things and say like, yep, I still believe that. Yep, that's how I operate. Yes, I can stand on my two feet and said, this is the truth. And other people would agree. They they could exactly see those core values in what I do. They, they believe in my mission and they see it in what I say and in what I do. And that's all really important to help us stay laser focused on what matters most and help us say yes to the things that align and no to the things that don't serve us. And so I do want to hear what you end up coming up with. Please shoot me an email, Gretchen at alwayslesson.com. And I've never spelled my name. I'm sorry if I've never done that. And you're like, I don't know how to spell Gretchen. I want to email you. It's G-R-E-T-C-H-E-N. 
But you know what else I did when I started up the podcast? I thought about you. I really did. I wondered, you know, who would be listening and what would they want or need to hear so that I could help them reach their potential. And that part took the longest. I mean, the tagline came quickly. My mission statement, I knew what I wanted to do. My core values took a little thought. But this part, thinking about who's listening, thinking about what y'all need, I wasn't quite sure. I mean, I would dream about it. I would pray about it. And I finally realized that there's kind of four different types of educators. And I always call it buckets. I don't know why. But of folks that I could be serving. And I'm sorry if you don't fit one of the buckets. You can keep listening. (laughs) And in fact, I want to know what you are so I can make sure I'm thinking of you when I'm delivering my lessons here. But it's so weird. I actually put a name to each bucket because as I'm standing here talking to myself on a microphone, it just feels weird. But if I could assign a name to the buckets, then I felt like I was actually having a conversation or I could think of someone specifically. And so the first person that I originally thought I was going to be speaking to the majority of the time was a new teacher because that is what I did for a very long time. And so I named her Nia New Teacher so I could remember. And this was someone in their first or three years. And they've got some struggles, like students are not getting what they're teaching. There's tons of paperwork. You're just overloaded with that. Mastery of your own educational programs and materials. The major pain point, though, is like the fear of failure. Like, am I going to get this? Like, I'm not showing progress or maybe I just lack the skill. And so kind of the situation I I was thinking of is this person might be listening on the way to or from school, you know, at the gym. Actually, all these folks, I assumed, would kind of be doing that. So Nia New Teacher is who I kind of started off thinking about. But the more I got into the nitty gritty, especially in my role when I was transitioning to work with a variety of educators, I realized there is someone called Sally Slump. And these are people like five years plus, and they've got their tenure, but they're in that slump. And they've got the parent complaints and the principal complaints. They too have the paperwork overload. They've got negative coworker. They're trying to figure out the, the friendship circles. And their major pain point was, you know, they could be fired or maybe not depending if they're tenured, but bad evaluations. They fear the same old same, and they just really need to find and fall in love with education again and be reminded of why they loved it and why they got into it. And that's why if I, th- I thought if you revisit your mission statement and your core values, that might light that fire back up. And that's why on interviews, I always ask, you know, how do you reignite that passion and potential? Because it happens. We all get into a slump. And so Nia, new teacher, was there all excited, but she didn't quite have the skills. And Sally Slump had the skills, but she was in a slump. And then we had a lot of transitioning happen. Like way before COVID, we ended up having a recession. And that's where I came up with Trudy Transition. I'm sorry they're all females. It's just actually I do have one guy that's coming up next, my next bucket. But Trudy, didn't, she didn't have career status. Uh, and so she had the poor evaluations and poor relationship with leadership. And she really worried about getting fired or maybe did get fired and, you know, just lacked the skill. She just, this was not a good match, whether the content of the grade level wasn't good or the actual population of the students she didn't relate well to or the leadership team had a different vision and she didn't quite jive. Either way, Trudy's transitioning. She's trying to get another job, whether it's in education or out or 
transitioning out of grade levels. And those folks really needed to hear from me about one, it's going to be okay. Two, you can be successful even if you weren't successful in the past. That sometimes you finally just hit a grade level and you're like, this is my zone of genius. This content I teach, I love. This age of kid, I love. My coworkers, we totally get along. I mean, sometimes it just takes a minute to find your place. And I didn't realize how many people, especially when the market was crashing, were transitioning in and out of roles. And there's a lot of fear there. Elite educators, have you heard? My next book is out soon. It's called Always a Lesson, Teacher Essentials for Classroom and Career Success. I share the Teacher Essentials pathway where you can strengthen and catapult your instructional talents brick by brick. And so we hone in on four elements of powerful instruction. Whether you teach yourself or you lead teachers, this book will help you diagnose potential hiccups, fix them up good as new, and create dynamic habits that will result in academic strides for generations to come. Every educator, no matter their role, needs this book in their hands as they work with staff and students in school buildings around our nation. So pre-order your copy at alwaysalesson.com slash teacher dash essentials. That's teacher dash essentials. Let's transform education together, y'all. Now back to the show. And then came my next chapter of leading leaders. And I didn't even know that was going to happen. And so I came up with Lenny, the leader, dealing with some low morale and low achievement and poor relationship with people that were b- reporting to them. And just, again, the the fear that this isn't going to work out. And this is very hard. And I'm, I, I, I was great at teaching. I may not be great at leading. Or uh, I led my past group. I had this formula. Now it's not working with these people. Or I just, I'm brand new to leadership. I don't know what I don't know. And, and so these buckets of people Nia, the new teacher, Sally Slump, Trudy Transition, Lenny Leader. I don't revisit them often, but it is fun to look back because I know I'm talking to a variety of people on this podcast. And if you don't fit in one of the buckets, I I apologize. But I do promise, I think very specifically about who's listening. And I try and think of where you are in your path and your role and what you might need and what you might be facing. And putting a name to these different buckets has really helped me serve you for as long as possible. And it's been it's been a joy. So I don't even know if you've got a Nia new teacher listening or a Sally Slump or a Trudy Transition or a Lenny Leader, but it has certainly helped me not feel alone when here on the mic. And so I, I'm curious, which one are you? Which bucket resembles you most? You might be like me and you can think back to different chapters of your own life when you were new and overwhelmed. And I was also going back to school to get a master's degree in the national boards. It was always something on top of something and working three jobs to make ends meet. Uh, That was really challenging for me. And then hitting the slump when I knew I needed to transition to a different school after just being emotionally drained serving kids that just needed me so badly and it was an honor and I loved it so much and recognizing okay I need to fill my cup up again because I have no more energy and enthusiasm to give back to these kids and so a new environment was exactly what I needed to reinvigorate myself and then finding myself in a, a leadership role and transitioning into those different roles I've been each of these people And I'm sure you have too. And it's fun to look back at your different chapters and say, yeah, 
what I needed then is different than what I need now. But as I was prepping to deliver content on the podcast, I was talking to other PD presenters and leaders because I wanted to know the best way to teach on a podcast. I hadn't listened to one before. I didn't even know what it was. And I wanted to make sure it was helpful. What would be most effective? And so I gathered a few tips, but honestly, nothing was like hitting home. Nothing really felt like that's the missing piece. Well, I was talking to my friend Missy Emler, and that might sound familiar to you because she's been a guest here. She was on episode 20 and 210. So I will link both those episodes in the show notes. Go to alwayslesson.com, click on podcast, find this episode, and the two links will be there. But she and I were chatting. She had a podcast at the time. She worked at the district level in Wisconsin leading this PD site for a section of their state. And so this was her zone of genius talking about presenting learning in fun, engaging, practical ways. And she said, you know something I heard that's really stood out to me is head, heart, hands. I'm like, what is that? She's like, well, the heart is where you just personally connect with them, where you draw them in. And then the head part is where you're sharing logical ideas. That's where you're doing your teaching, sharing your lessons. And then the hands is the action steps. They need to go off and apply their learning. And I'm like, that's brilliant. And so I've tried to keep that as the structure of the show. I share a story so you're emotionally connected and you can see yourself in the situation. And then I share what's the lesson and what what does this all mean? That's the head part. And then I send you off with homework. I give you a little to do at the end of every episode. And that's the hand. I want you to go out and do the thing. It just resonated so much with me as who I am as a learner. I love to feel that connection and to learn something and then to be given, you know, marching orders, go and do it. So if you could draw me in emotionally, I'm definitely all in. If you're able to help me learn something new, that's a bonus. But if you inspire me enough to change my behavior, do something different because of what I learned, that's a show I don't want to live without. And so that's what I really wanted to do here. And I hope you feel the same, that 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 formula is really helpful. And if you do lead PD at your school sites, remember that, head, heart, hands. I have just really had the best time serving over 200 countries and countless educators who've had various roles. And obviously their needs are all very different. But it is so cool and honor to be here chatting with you. Oh my gosh, it's been nearly a decade. I cannot even believe I'm that much older (laughs) than when I started. How is this possible? Oh, that doesn't feel good. But anyway, my promise going forward is I'm going to continue sharing lessons with you that can positively impact your trajectory as an educator. I want you to be inspired to continue growing because I know when you do that, you're going to be better able to help other people grow too. It's truly a two-way relationship, even though I'm sitting here on the mic talking to myself. The work you do after listening to a lesson that I'm sharing here is the most important thing. And that's where the real change comes. We've got to pay it forward. So thank you for being a loyal listener, putting in the work after each episode. I appreciate you being my colleague of change. Just promise me no matter what podcast you listen to, blog you read, conference you attend, that you will take the nuggets you learn and put in the work to make the change. We know that small changes make big results. And so if we all commit to application of learning, just imagine how that's going to positively impact our school's around the world. I mean, what a movement. 
All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast, Going Behind the Scenes. It was different. Hopefully you found it interesting. I promise I'll be back soon. More lessons, stories, actionable tips. Head hard hands, right? So go out and be great. You've just been empowered. (laughs) 